Fantastic, Kenyatta. Thank you. It's a beautiful name. Um, have a great day, okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, guy. What up? I, you know, I just spent an hour and 16 minutes of my life. Oh, wait a second. Phone. Are we, are we, I mean, I don't even know if we, I mean, I've been, are we doing this or no? Yeah, Sorry, Tom. Yeah. No. I mean, sure. Let's keep going. So I apologize. So this is Guy and Tim, Tim and Guy. I, I didn't realize we were doing anything. Hi, Tim, how are you? I'm good, Guy. Um, I just got off the phone. I had an hour and 16 minute call uh, in the middle of my day with United Healthcare, who, you know, who wouldn't want to do that, right? I mean, no, it, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, Kenyatta um, was the seventh person I just spoke to, and Ms. Kenyatta is going to try to get uh, someone to answer why my two kids' dental bills are not getting paid uh, relentlessly, by the way. I mean, this is just how, you know. Um, it's one of those days. Well, you not, might notice I have a jacket on because I was actually yeah. shoveling snow. I mean, yeah, no, you yeah, sure. I, 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 first of all, um, God bless, uh, the, you know, a little seasonal weather, man. That's right. Why not? I don't, I, I got, I got no issue with it. No and, problem and, with uh, snow in December. Snow in October, it's, it, it's problematic. Snow in December, I mean, as you're supposed to get snow in December. In the old days, that's what would happen. I'd say treasure the snow because um, it's not even just that I want a white Christmas because I'm, I'm old school like that. But uh, apparently this is El Nina year. So I know a guy like you follows weather patterns. Sure we, do. We're not supposed to get snow during El Nino, right? So it's supposed depends, to be. It depends on, you know, it depends on you. What, what, moon, <laughs> what moon Jupiter is in. So you're, yeah. you're half right. So you, know, you got to well, sort of, there's a lot going it's, on there. It's in the gravel. seventh house. Who sang that song? When the moon is in the seventh house. When, when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter. The dawning of Aquarius. Is that. I mean, uh, fantastic. Is that if you remember, that Mary? was. That was, was Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. were in that group. <laughs> they so were? Just, sure they were. Then they <laughs> oh spun off. Um, so the name <laughs> of that band, though, this is the dawning of the age. It's total hippie, like 70s. Hope, uh, please. I'll tell you when it came out. Yeah. Fifth Dimension. Fifth Dimension. Dimension. That, was, that was Tom from the, from the Cheap Seats. By the way, um, Tom's back is bothering him. Yeah, well, you know, we got to, we should give Tom a massage when we get a moment. Um, and, but it, and, uh, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And I and do believe that Billy, uh, Billy Marilyn McCoo and, and Billy, Billy Davis, Davis Jr. Jr. Hold on, what was their big song? Oh, come oh, on. I'm better than this. I'm better than, give me a clue. Give me a clue. Oh, it's about their relationship. Um, uh, Hold on, let me see if I can, I got to go to my Spotify my, oh, my man, Spotify this hurts, man. You know, this, this is what happens. Your brain goes to mush when you spend an hour and 18 minutes on the phone with a claim uh, against United Health. The song, yeah. by the way, I can't, find, but it's, you don't have to be a you star, be a star baby, baby to be, to be in, in my show. show. You don't have to be a star not. baby. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be in my show. It's a great song. I mean, if you think about it, they yeah. also, if you a Burt Bacharach written song, uh, "Wedding right. Bell Blues," yeah, which Marilyn McCoo sang to Billy Davis Jr. If you really want to go deep, deep cuts here. Well, anyway. I mean, we we just did. So uh, we just did. Should feel good about that. Uh, on uh, you don't have to be a star to be in my show. You don't have to be a profitable company. Uh, to be the biggest IPO of the year, Not, DoorDash. Stop for a second. You should have yeah. just. You should have. See, you rushed that. You should have yeah. just given it a little pause because that was brilliant. Look, the the audience of Commercial Break understand that that's what we do here. That's right. our magic. I mean, we there's not a lot of other magic. I mean, the the magic is that we find a way to. There is a great song. You can do magic, by the way, which is you a great song. You can do America, I think, right? Sure, it was. Um, 
I've got anyway, Ventura Highway is a great song. Um, and I and say Ventura Highway is their, their, their worst song. Sister Golden Hair is a great Sister song. Sister Golden Hair. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, I, continue with DoorDash, please. Well, DoorDash, which sounds like Jordash, and, and I just have to ask you this, because I, I we joked on the show yesterday that guy wore Jordash jeans in the 80s. I know you didn't. Um, and, and the New York Rangers wore Sassoon's. But Ooh, la, help, la. The folks, help the folks at, at home understand what would have happened to you if you'd shown up at school in a nice, tight, slick pair of Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. Serious, I'm not well, joking you around. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you wouldn't be having this conversation because <laughs> I wouldn't be here. I mean, it's yeah. just it's that simple. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my, you know, my kids, the world would be fundamentally different. I mean, I'm not suggesting I'm, you know, George Bailey or something like that for you. It's a wonderful no. life, folks out there. But, you know, a lot of things would be different because I would have gotten my ass handed to me. But anyway, um, the reason why DoorDash pisses me off is because you have a case where this is the biggest IPO, arguably uh, one of them of all time. Um, this is a case where, it, you know, apparently SoftBank, who, you know, I, I don't think is necessarily there to represent the interests of investors, by the way. Uh, and I think from a corporate governor's perspective, has let a lot of bad stuff happen under their watch. They made a $680 million investment that's now worth $14.5 billion. I mean, you know, it, it, so, but that's not why I'm frustrated here. I'm frustrated because SoftBank, um, excuse me, because DoorDash is taking 30% from restaurants that are on their knees right now and have no choice um, but to pay somebody that might be able to help them consolidate and get deliveries out, especially for smaller mom pop restaurants that never had this business before. Um, and I, I just, I, I think valuation wise uh, at 25 times sales now, uh, and that's taken the most recent sales and, and given it a full year pro forma, I'm doing everything I can to make this sales number uh, as good as possible, um, is, is at 25 times revs, um, when arguably, I think that the, as much as some of these COVID trends were accelerating trends that were already in place and maybe, you know, dining out is less you know, of a trend than it used to be, but there's no way people are going to be ordering in like they are at peak numbers right now. There's no way. So, no, listen. And so let me not stop that I, not that, No, no, you, it's good. Not that I'm, not that I suggest the DoorDash or anybody there is watching this, but if I'm the, the higher up at DoorDash, if I'm in the C-suite, I say, you know, we have a real opportunity here. We just had a liquidity event. We rely on these vendors, these restaurant owners, just as much as they rely upon us. We just had this huge event. We are going to give back yeah. money to yeah. these restaurants in the form of whatever, credits, money, actual dollars. And if the U.S. government's not going to do it, we're going to do it at DoorDash. And I guarantee that would pay for itself in terms of the goodwill they would get. They're not going to it's do a, it, but that's genius. It's a great call. And, and, and again, they, they are selling themselves as the champion for the small business that they're helping to, to consult. I mean, they're, they're not, all right? They're being very opportunistic. Um, I, 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 I don't think they should be vilified for being entrepreneurs here. There's a lot of people that are playing that role in the middle of COVID. Um, but, but what you say would be remarkable and, and, uh, the, the goodwill engendered from that type of corporate behavior, I, I think people underestimate the market response. Look at what Starbucks gets credit for. Um, people overpay, you go in there, you get your soy latte with sure, what do you get, like a little almond cream top there and, and raspberry, you know, raspberry top and, and, uh, you get your egg white bites. Um, and, and, and Starbucks continues to do the right thing socially. 
and and and, and I realize also Howard Schultz and don't call him Charles, um, <laughs> have, uh, which I have done on Fast Money before, is is politically you know motivated at times, but nonetheless. Um, Starbucks corporate citizenship, I think, is extraordinary, and it's one of the reasons why uh, not only I hold the stock, but I go there as much as possible. So, well, you listen, you are star, baby, and you are in the show, and if we don't get out of here, our star is going to flame out because Lukey's going to crush us. So, till tomorrow. The moon is in the seventh house, guy. Be careful, my man. <laughs>